There are two poisons that prevent happiness from ever being sustainable. And if happiness isn't sustainable, then success is highly unlikely. And here's the challenge. These poisons are something that we all need in order to live a great life. So what are these poisons and how do we create happiness and success knowing that they're required for a great life? That's what we're going to dive into today. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjack. I'm a personal development expert with 10 years coaching experience. I've built up a multi-million dollar income, people to master their mind and rewire it for success. And this podcast will give you the principles and strategic tools to achieve true and lasting success in the areas of money, business, and career, all the way to topics like marriage, love, and parenting. This is the place where you start the process of rewiring your mind for true and lasting success from the inside out. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast. So what I'm about to go through today is not something that I created. It's actually a framework that I learned from one of the greatest mentors in my entire life, Tony Robbins. It changed everything about that, not just how I live my life, but also how I coach people to change theirs. And it's called the six human needs. And when you understand this framework, not only can you move your life forward faster than ever before towards what you want most. Like if you've ever had a behavior that you've wanted to change, but you haven't been able to get yourself to take action, like you logically know what to do, but you can't get yourself to do it, this is why. So not only does it help you move forward towards your goals in your life and your happiness and your fulfillment, but you can also help people better that you're serving because you understand how they tick. Now, when most people try to help other people change their life, whether you're a coach or a practitioner, whatever it is, most people just focus on the symptoms and they say, well, change this behavior or have you tried this? And that's not bad, right? That helps to an extent. But if there are different beliefs or different things going on behind the scenes at the root of the problem, you can try as hard as you want to pick apples from an orange tree, but it's not going to happen. You need to make sure that you are planting the seeds of oranges if you want to harvest oranges. Most people try to change the fruit without looking at the root. When you understand this framework, you can go to the root of people, what's actually causing the problem, and actually allow for better, more lasting change. So, back to that question. Have you ever had a behavior that you logically understand that you need to change, but you can't get yourself to do it? Or maybe you've tried for a week or two, but then you've fallen off track or you see people and they're like, you're like, why the heck would you ever do that? Right. And it just kind of confuses you. It almost seems like it doesn't make sense. Like these people logically understand this behavior is not helpful, but they do it anyways. It's because this behavior is meeting their needs. So what we're about to go through are called the six human needs. These are the six needs driving all behavior. They are not wants, they are needs. And this is important. The two needs that you value the most will determine the direction of your entire life. The first four needs that Tony talks about are the primal needs or needs of the personality. And what's interesting about all of these that I find fascinating is that there's multiple ways to meet these needs. There's positive, neutral, and negative ways. And so I'm going to go through a little bit of education for about five minutes, and that will show you what these needs are. So first, before I go through this education, think about an area of your life that you're trying to change, but you can't get yourself to actually follow through, or you can't get yourself to actually uh, start in that area, or you have a behavior that you want to change, but you can't get yourself to change it. And I want you to evaluate yourself as I go through this to see why that might be. And you'll see these two poisons that are within this that will determine the quality of your life. We'll talk more about that in just a couple of minutes. But these first four needs are what Tony calls the needs of the personality, the primal needs. The first need is the need for certainty. 
Certainty is a survival need. It's the need to be able to avoid pain and gain pleasure. It's the need to know that you're going to be okay. That no matter what you go after, you are going to be fine. Now, there's positive, neutral, and negative ways to meet this need of certainty. A positive way to meet the need for certainty might be exercising rigorously to make, because you feel really, really amazing afterwards. You know, a neutral way might be watching a movie that you've already seen that you know is good. You're certain that it's going to be worth your time. A negative way to meet the need for certainty might be yelling at your kids. It gives you a sense of control, right? Which gives you certainty in that moment. There's unlimited ways to meet the need for certainty. But when you are going after certainty, you are craving guarantees. You're wanting to know that it's going to be okay. Start to think about the implications of this, especially if you're trying to to grow a business or expand your career in some way because you're going to have to face uncertainty to get there. And if you crave certainty at a very high level, it becomes very hard to move forward with uncertain things that will actually move your life forward. Does that make sense? The second need, what's funny is if you were to, let's say, have absolute certainty about every single thing in your life, you knew exactly how things were going to go 100% of the time. You knew you could almost forecast the future. What would you feel? Well, the first week of it, you feel amazing. It'd be incredible. But then eventually what would happen if you knew how every single response, everything would always go. You would be bored out of your mind, which is why there's a second need that every single person needs. And it's the need for uncertainty. The need for uncertainty is something that every single person needs, right? What's the quote? Variety is the spice of life right? So we need uncertainty. There's positive, neutral, negative ways to meet that need. A positive way to meet the need for uncertainty might be starting a business. A neutral way might also be watching a movie that you've already seen because you know it's going to be good, but you also haven't seen it in a long time. So you're still going to get that uncertainty and variety, or it could be seeing a movie that you haven't seen yet. Seen yet. A negative way to meet the need for uncertainty might be through drugs, right? Or through something toxic about putting yourself in a toxic situation, those are some different ways to meet the need for uncertainty. And so ask yourself, where in your life are you meeting the need for uncertainty in potentially a negative way? Um, so these are the first two. And they almost seem like a paradox, but they're not. That you need both of them in order to really live the quality of life that you want to live. The third need is the need for significance. Really what that means is the need to feel important, the need to feel like you matter, the need to feel like you are, that yeah, that you are significant in your life. And there's positive, neutral, and negative ways to meet that need. A positive way might be making an impact on the world or starting a business that serves people in a really deep way. A negative way to meet the need for significance, how most people do it, is by having significant problems. Have you ever noticed that some people like to talk about their problems, like you might bring up a challenge you're having, and then they one-up your challenge? What are they doing in that moment? They're trying to meet their needs for significance. They're trying to feel important in that moment. That's what they're doing. We all have someone like that in our lives that always tries to one-up the negativity or one-up how hard things are. And it's a big pain in the butt, right? Well, that's them meeting their need for significance. And so it's the need to feel important. Most people meet that need by having significant problems in their life. And so ask you, yourself. How are you meeting that need for significance? How are you making yourself feel important? A great example in my life was I remember feeling so busy and so stressed and so rushed on an ongoing basis. And I talked to my coach about this. Even on the days that I didn't have anything on my calendar, I still felt stressed out, like I was behind in some way. And I told her about this. And she said, well, what is it giving you? to feel stressed and busy all the time. And I was like, nothing, it's hurting me. She was like, no, that's not true. It's giving you something. What does it make you feel to be the busiest one? And I said, wow, it makes me feel important to always be busy. 
It makes me feel important to show that I worked harder than anybody else. She said a very empowering question following that. She said, what's a more empowering way to meet your need for significance? I started to get different answers, right? Serving my clients, putting my products out into the world would make me feel more significant than I ever had before, right? So what's the fourth need? The fourth need is the need for love or connection, love and connection. And if you don't find love, you will settle for connection. Every single person needs love. It is a biological need. If a baby is not given physical love when they're born, they will die. It's called failure to thrive. That's what happens if a baby's not given love. It is a biological need. One of the greatest survival needs we have is love, to feel love on an ongoing basis. And there's positive, neutral, and negative ways to meet that need, right? A positive way to meet that need might be to call one of your best friends and tell them that you were thinking about them. A negative way might be sex with strangers, right? That would be a, a connection. That wouldn't even be love. That'd be settling for connection because if you don't find love, you're settling for connection. Now, why do I bring up these first four needs and leave out the last two? Because these first four needs, you are meeting all the time, no matter what. And if there is a behavior that you can't get yourself to change, even though you're trying to, it's because you're meeting three or more of these needs on a super high level. Anytime you meet three or more of these first four needs at a high level, you become addicted to the behavior. And that prevents you from moving your life forward. Now, there are positive ways to get addicted to behaviors, but most people have negative behaviors they can't seem to change. It's because it's meeting these needs in a different way than what serves you. So think about a behavior in your life that you can't seem to change. What needs are, is it meeting? Is it meeting certainty, the need to avoid pain or gain pleasure? Is it meeting uncertainty where you get a different variety every time you do it, something new, something that you haven't experienced before? Is it significance? Does it make you feel important, powerful to do this behavior? Or does it feel, make you feel love or connection, uh, love or connection with someone else or even with yourself, right? That, if you evaluate those things and ask yourself, well, what's a more empowering way to meet these needs? You can start to break that pattern of behavior. Now, most people's lives are governed by the two needs that they value most in these, these categories, but most people are missing out on the juice and excitement of life that come from meeting the last two needs, which are the spiritual needs, the needs that actually make you feel fulfilled. Need number five is the need for growth. We need to feel like we are growing. If you do not feel like you are growing, you will feel like you are dying. You need to grow. And anytime you're not in a situation of growth, you start to feel like life is not very fun. And we ultimately grow so we can meet the sixth need. The sixth need is to give, to contribute. Contribution is need number six. Think about anytime you see a really great movie. What do you want to do? You want to share it with people. We all feel better when we share our lives with others. When you go through a personal growth journey, you're not just meant to keep that to yourself. This is why there's this piece of you that wants to expand and give it to other people. Now, the need for certainty might be keeping you stuck from doing that. But ultimately, when you go through a transformative experience or you grow in some way, you feel this pull inside of your heart to go and expand and give it to other people. That's a spiritual need being fulfilled once you live, live in that and go after it. And so the reason I bring all of these up is because the two needs that you value the most will determine the direction of your life, the quality of your life. Which two do you value most? Well, if you're like most people on earth, most people value certainty and significance the highest. And when you do, you're poisoning yourself. You are poisoning yourself. Why is that? When you value certainty at the top of your list, number one or two, what ends up happening is, think about it, if certainty is, is craved before growth, what happens? Like, just think about two people. One person 
values certainty over growth. Another person values growth over certainty. Do they have a little bit different of a quality of life or a very different quality of life? It's an astronomical difference. Why? Because if you value certainty at the top of your list, you will close the world in around you to feel a sense of control, which means that your heart never expands, which means that you never feel fulfilled. Because the only way for you to feel fulfilled is to grow and give. That's the ultimate way for you to feel truly fulfilled, the needs of the spirit. And so when you crave certainty at the top of your list, you are denying what your heart wants and you're living in fear on a constant basis. So you cannot sustain happiness long-term. Now, here's the thing. If certainty is this thing that's poisoning our happiness, why do we need it? And how do we navigate happiness if we need this poison? I'll explain more in just a moment. But when you value certainty at the top of your list, you will not grow to the level that you want to grow. It is impossible to grow to the level that you want to go. In fact, most people that I work with that are having challenges going after what they really want are craving this need at the highest level. And there's more empowering ways to meet the need than they're currently doing. And I'll share those in just a moment. Also, significance. When you value significance at the top of your list, what are you always doing? You are always comparing to other people and other things and other situations to see how you stack up in comparison is the thief of joy. When you live it with significance towards the top of your list, number one or number two, nothing you do ever feels like enough. And it feels like you're chasing a ghost because you're always evaluating to see how important you are, how much you matter. And when you pair that with certainty at the top of your list, you're trying to be certainly significant, right? You will put yourself in positions that make you feel safe, but also crave this need to feel important. But because you're denying yourself growth opportunities, you don't feel significant because you're not expanding and you actually end up feeling more uncertain because your life isn't changing because we need that variety. So when you value certainty and significance really highly, you are poisoning yourself. But here's the thing. We all need certainty and significance. So how can you go like, it's kind of like if you get too much acid in your body, right? Let's say you're lifting weights and you produce lactic acid, right? Well, too much acid in your body is not a good thing. If you have the right amount of acid in your body, you can actually grow and expand your body, your health. But what, watch what happens when you value certainty and significance less than the other needs. And the way to do this first, before I actually go into it, is to ask yourself, what has it costed you in your life? to value certainty and significance at the top of your list, if you do. What is it holding you back from? In fact, who is it hurting? Who is it letting down? What goals will never come true if you continue to value those two at the top of your list? But watch what happens when you value other needs first. For example, my number one and number two are love and growth. That's my number one and number two. Contribution's number three for me. When I value love and growth first, think about what I'm doing. I'm putting myself in situations where I'm loving other people and loving myself on a regular basis. I'm also growing. I'm also putting myself in new situations to expand and to love more. In order to do that, I have to contribute. Now, question for you, when I am doing those things, like loving other people, putting myself in uncomfortable situations to grow, to change, to expand, and contributing to new people in a deeper way than I ever have before, and that's the constant focus of what I'm obsessed with on a regular basis, how much uncertainty do I get in my day-to-day? I get a ton of uncertainty, so I meet that need at a super high level. But then watch what happens. How important or significant do you feel when you have loved the people that you come in contact with and yourself, when you've grown and put yourself in new situations of uncertainty, when you've tried to contribute to other people's lives and make their lives better, how significant do you automatically feel as a byproduct? 
incredibly significant, incredibly important, like you really matter because it's coming from your heart, not your head. And when you feel that way, how much certainty do you have in your life that you're going to be able to avoid pain or gain pleasure? tremendous amounts of certainty. So the point of this is, when certainty and significance are at the top of your value ladder, what you crave the most, you hardly ever feel them and your life never really expands. But when certainty and significance become the byproduct of love, growth, or contribution, then all of a sudden you feel them all the time. Does that make sense? When you put more empowering needs first, certainty and significance are not bad things. But when they're at the top of your list, they become poisonous. So how do you find certainty when all of life is uncertain, right? Like certainty is something that you'll never actually fully have, but we need it. So how do you find it in so much uncertainty in life? Like all of life is uncertainty. The only thing guaranteed is change. And it's really simple. The way to do it is to get out of survival mode. When you are craving certainty and significance, you're living in your head. You're living in fear, anxiety, overwhelm. And ask yourself, how much of your day is based in fear, anxiety, or overwhelm? Well, if you've been spinning your wheels, wondering why these emotions keep popping up for you, but it seems like for everyone else they're not, and these other people are succeeding really, really fast and quickly, there's a reason for it. Like, have you ever felt like something in your life needs to change, but you don't quite know what it is, or you feel like fear consistently wins and your inner voice starts to wonder, like, what am I missing? Is something wrong with me? Or it almost feels like perfection kills your productivity. Perfection, by the way, is just a craving of certainty. That's all it is. And a craving that you're enough, which are both certainty and significance, right? You crave the how, and even though you'll study personal development all day, you don't take consistent action, or it doesn't matter how many boxes you check or how many goals you hit, it just doesn't feel like what you're doing is enough because you're basing your worth on more or you're burnt out or you're exhausted. It feels like it's all on your shoulders and you just want to break, but you almost feel this pride of having handled all of it. And it feels like everything's held together by a tiny little thread and you're craving validation and approval. That's a constant craving. And so you'll people please and everyone else's needs, including your family comes before yours. All of those are a sign that you are craving certainty and significance as number one and number two. And so in order to get out of that, well, I guess first the reason why that's happening is because you're living in survival mode. Certainty and significance are survival needs. Think about it. What emotion stops success from ever happening? Fear, overwhelm, stress, anxiety, procrastination, perfection, guilt, all of those things. And if you're being completely honest with yourself, how much of your day is spent in those emotions? Well, most people live in those emotions most of the day. That is survival mode. That is showing that you are craving certainty as number one and significance as number two or even number one. So if most of your day is spent in survival mode, how can you ever expect to create lasting success, lasting happiness? It's not going to happen. It just makes your situation worse. But what I've done is I've been able to develop a way for you to get out of those states, to get out of certainty, out of anxiety, out of overwhelm in less than 20 minutes, even if you've been living there for years, I created a proven closed eye process that will take you out of survival mode so you can finally create the success story that you deserve. In fact, it's the exact same process I take my multi seven figure clients through. Here's the good news with this. I have an offer for you right now that will allow you to reconnect with your heart, those needs of love, growth, contribution, and deprioritize certainty, significance, those things that have been, those poisons that are keeping you stuck. And it can happen incredibly quickly because you might be wondering right now, this sounds great. This, I understand this, but how do I actually get it to change? I have a closed eye process 
that will help you get there in less than 20 minutes. This will help you go from surviving to thriving. So I have linked that up right down below this. It's a closed eye process or a guided meditation. Don't do it while you're driving, but it's linked up right below. You can also find it at bradbizjack.com forward slash meditation. And you can download that meditation and be able to get out of survival mode, get into thriving mode, deprioritize certainty and significance, and start prioritizing the needs that will actually move you towards your goal. So head to bradbizjack.com forward slash meditation right now, or click on the link right below this in the show notes so you can claim that meditation and get on your path to living the life of success and fulfillment that you really deserve. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast today. My name is Brad Bizjack, and always remember you're only one insight away from a radically different life. I'll see you next week.